Cloverton with Here It Comes, Victory 91.5. This is Keith, and our very own Ray Haynes is in studio. I am, I am. We've been talking about Pentecost. We've been talking about the countdown to a wedding. So Mm. who's getting married? We are. Okay. Isn't that cool? I love it. I already got married once, though. Me too. Okay. And yet we, uh, that's, it's really weird for guys because we're the bride of Christ. Yeah. That's really hard to picture. For <laughs> girls, I think you guys have a much easier journey, but for guys realizing, but then mm. it really helps you in your marriage a lot better because you realize that in your relationship to God, even though we represent Jesus here, we're still the church and how we respond to him and how we relate to him. So it actually puts more pressure on the guys who are actually yeah. supposed to do a much better job. <laughs> we really don't do very good for the, you know, responsibilities. It's a day by day, right? It a is. Day by day. So, you know, we were talking earlier, we were joking around about the Laurel uh, Yanny debate, <laughs> and we were talking about what people are hearing, whether they're hearing Laurel, whether they're hearing Yanny. And you said, well, this fits perfectly for what we're talking about this hour. Well, it really does because it's the power of suggestion, mm-hmm. you know. And unfortunately, with tongues, the baptism of the Holy Spirit, you know, you've had 2,000 years. And that's time enough for a lot of people to mess it up really, really badly. And you'll mm-hmm. run into some situations. And I can only tell you, so, so sorry. There's uh, there's bad situations. I've heard of many, many, many that would just enrage you of people trying to or misunderstanding or just taking it upon themselves and they do that too in area of salvation so it's not unique to the baptism of the Holy Spirit but it's hard and it's it's painful and just like this Yanni Laurel debate you know you make you 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 hear what you want to hear sometimes mm-hmm. and sometimes you're limited to what you can hear because of f- physical physicality or, or just the amount of degree of faith or understanding so um, as we step into this ne- next one probably the the bigger part of this debate is for Christians who've been a Christian for a long time they have a frustration because they say okay if I'm supposed to wait until I'm baptized in the Holy Spirit what do I do with this fact that I'm I have this gift from God and this gift from God what do I do with these things because sometimes you could be waiting for years, right? So um, there are many Jewish traditions associated with Pentecost, all right? So some of the ones that are the top ones, Ruth took on the yoke of the law on this holiday on Pentecost. The entire book of Ruth is read in the synagogue on uh, Pentecost. A tradition is to share what we have in keeping with the commands to feed the stranger, the orphan, the widow, the poor, unfortunate people, as Boaz did for Ruth. Some people, when they get to Pentecost, they focus on the charity of it. On Because in one real sense, why is, why is that a focus? Well, because God gave himself to us. He empowered us so that we could go and love and impact the whole world. So is... What's tongues really about? What's the baptism of the Holy Spirit about? Is it about the fact that uh, many believers felt that they could go to any country and they would hear, hear them speaking their language? That's what happened in the early part of the 1900s, and it happened sometimes. But that's part of it. Is 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 the real heart of it the charity? Ruth was an ancestor of King David. According to the Talmud, David was born and died on Pentecost. (laughs) You can look at David's life as an example of our life journey. We follow him from boyhood to death, from sheep field to the throne, from worship to deep, deep sin to repentance. So is Pentecost about this life journey of ours, the 40 days and 10 days? is, Is it about that? It's the time of the giving of the law. The Torah was given on the day of Pentecost. 
Milk dishes are the customary foods, symbolizing the Torah, which is likened to milk. In other words, you're still living on the milk of the word. Another custom to spend the night before Pentecost in prayer and study so as to be prepared spiritually for the commemoration of the giving of the Torah. That's why they did that. So all of those things are, are aspects of it. Can you be baptized in the Holy Spirit and power without speaking in tongues? So if you don't speak in tongues, but obviously have gifts and anointing, then they, because the answer to the question is, I would say no, that's, that's part of the deal. But that doesn't mean that you haven't had an encounter with God, a very profound encounter with God, okay? So, but those gifts are coming from a different source than the baptism of the Holy Spirit. There's, guess what? <laughs> There's more. There's more and more and more. If you dig in the scriptures, you're going to find that there's Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, right? So guess what? There's gifts that go with each one of them. In Romans chapter 12 are the gifts of the Father. Here's what it says. For as we have many members in one body, but all the members do not have the same function, so we being many are one body in Christ, and individually members of one another. Having then gifts differing according to the grace that is given to us, let us use them, if, now here's the gifts, if prophecy, let us prophesy in proportion to our faith, or ministry, let us use it in our ministry, he who teaches in teaching, he who exhorts in exhortation, he who gives with liberality, he who leads with diligence, he who shows mercy with cheerfulness. All right? <clears throat> so those are gifts of the Father. That's not from an encounter of the baptism of the Holy Spirit. What are the gifts of the Son? You find those in Ephesians 4. And he himself, Jesus, gave some to be apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, teachers, for the equipping of the saints, for the work of ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, till we all come to the unity of the faith and to the knowledge of the Son of God, to a perfect man, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. And since you're not probably a perfect man yet, Focus on those. You may be, God may be working on those in your life. That doesn't mean you don't seek the baptism of the Holy Spirit. It just means that God's given you other gifts, that the Father has given you other gifts. The whole point of this isn't, um, is this person now, he's baptized in the Holy Spirit, he's, he's, he's a better Christian, he's this, he's that. That's so not the question, because here's the problem. No matter who it is at any stage of their life, the, the one guarantee I can make you is that person, me or Keith or David or Leanne or, or your pastor, doesn't matter who it is, they will fail you. We will <laughs> fail you. Guess what? They're human. They may have a gift that God has given them, maybe the baptism of the Holy Spirit, but they will fail you because it's not about that. It's not you becoming something better. It's your encounter with God to do something, and he's filling you to do that purpose, <laughs> all right? So... There are also, are you ready for this? This, again, isn't the baptism of the Holy Spirit, but it's gifts of the Holy Spirit. So 1 Corinthians 12, but the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. To one is given the word of wisdom through the Spirit. To another, the word of knowledge through the same Spirit. To another, faith by the same Spirit. To another, gifts of healing by the same Spirit. To another, the working of miracles. To another, prophecy. To another, discerning of spirits. To another, different kinds of tongues. And now this isn't the tongue, just speaking in tongues, but this is a tongue that you would use in a church, and it's almost a declaration tongue. So that's what they're not talking about, speaking in tongues that way. To another, the interpretation of tongues. But one in the same spirit works all these things, distributing to each one individually as he 
wills. And that's really important. That's why you can't get sidetracked or bothered or how long do I have to wait or all this or that because he does it as he wills. I can promise you that God knows what, when, and how much better than you do, much better than I do, or anybody else. It's just a matter of walking in the gifts that he's given you as you press in and say, God, you said that you want me to encounter you in this way, the baptism of the Holy Spirit. So here am I. Show me how to, where to be, how to be, all those things, and just let him do what he does. The apostles had no idea. After all the teaching, after all the encounters, who is the most surprised to be filled with the Holy Spirit? The apostles, without a doubt. So don't get, don't, don't let any of those things distract you or drive you crazy. Great, great stuff today. Pentecost 2018, countdown to a wedding. You can go to victory. You can go to blog.victory.radio. It's going to be up later on this afternoon. More. Sure. From Ray Haynes. In fact, we'll be in the wedding commands next. We're going to walk through Mm. the Ten Commandments to show you why those were supposed to be their wedding vows, which would have been a beautiful thing had they not messed it up. Victory.radio.